0: basketball for the first time yesterday mm-hmm um, for the first time in like a really long time mm-hmm you saw I so
1: I I play with like my dad plays weekly with like his adult friends hmm and so I'll go with them a decent amount but last the whole last semester I had a class during like a night class during when he plays mm-hmm. and um, not last week, but the week before was my first time playing since, like, the summer. Mm. I was sore for, like, three days. Like, literally, like, and I, I fell on my knee at one point, And, like, uh, like it was so sore. And I was just, like, every time I got up, I was, like, <laughs> <"Ugh."> yeah, <laughs> like, making an old man cry. But I played this last Monday, and I feel fine. Yeah,
0: I wasn't even really that sore. Um, it was more, like, I just don't have the going i just you were you were a lot quieter right then um i just don't have the uh the stamina to like like i was out of breath by like after running back and forth like up and down the court like three times i was like all right
1: yeah i will i will say i'm about to say something but we take a note that we usually just do half court when i play oh okay um and i get to a point where it's like the first two games are like really rough but then after that i feel like i can play all night
0: like yeah, I'm still tired, like, tired but I through. just
1: like I, after like like the first two games, like you, your throat, like mm-hmm. you can feel in your lungs, and like it just feels gross. But then after that, you're like, okay, I'm okay. I, I got to
0: that point, like, I got I got to the point where like I'm too tired to like keep moving really quickly, like faster than I should have. Yeah, but full court so, is rough. So yeah, I'll give you that. All right. <laughs> on this, on this episode of to Ball to our, Talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Noah, welcome back, everyone, to what's on our screens. Uh, thanks for indulging our little basketball talk right there. got uh, C- Caspian here yeah. with me. And there's there's two things that are special about this episode. One. One. Uh, <laughs> we're filming it. We'll see how it turns out. I don't know where we're going to upload it to we, or what's we have our own, to it, We have
1: our own YouTube
0: and there, there's oh, there's,
1: there's actually some
0: uh, Zoom episodes
1: that were hey. from uh, students um, like when I think uh, campus was first on when on lockdown um, in the pandemic. But I we did. do have a YouTube channel. I think it's just again TU Studio 151. But I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but my the second thing I was gonna say is this is special. Is this is our first recording of the year?
0: Oh yeah, we. I
1: mean, we we posted two episodes already in the year, but they just were.
0: Oh yeah, look recorded. at that. There are uh, there are three YouTube videos. Nice. Right. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we had that. We have one subscriber. Um, nice. The uh, fifth sw- subscriber can come on the podcast. Hey, there it. you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so if you are lucky number five, let us know.
1: In the fine print, you have to be in the, <laughs> the Tulsa area.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh well we're talking about uh 2022 movies today. Just kind of a year in review. We wanted to do this uh like before break and then I I felt like I hadn't seen enough. And I'm glad I waited because I saw a, um a movie we'll talk about in a little bit and I was like, "Yep, that needs to go way up on the list." So I'm glad we I'm glad we waited. Um, I know you're a big
1: movie buff, obviously, we (laughs) talk about movies a lot, um, so I'm interested in to hear, like, um, just your takes this year, and, like, you know, maybe talking about, at the end of the episode, just how you felt, um, in terms of just, like, the cinema that came out this year, and if it was a good year or not, um, yeah, I don't know, do you want to start with, I know it's kind of hard to go, like, chronological, and, like, in terms of, like, what came out earlier this month, but, I don't
0: know. Um, yeah, well, it, it seems like, like some of the stuff that came out at the beginning of the year feels like it came out, like, yeah eternity ago. Like, even <laughs> like I, I don't remember. I I think I was probably talking to you or, like, maybe Matt about, like, the Batman mm-hmm. and everything everywhere at once, yeah. and it just seems crazy that that came out in the same year as uh, Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does feel weird. Uh, um, yeah, that feels like two years ago that that movie came out. Mm-hmm. I'm down
1: to talk about both those because those are definitely two of my favorites Mm -hmm. um, from this year. I know the the Batman, um, like, some people were mixed about it, and they were like, it's way too long. I didn't feel that way at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought thought it was really good. I thought Robert Pattinson did, like, a great job. I also liked that it was kind of like... um, we didn't get this introduction story like we always do in, like, the Batman's, the origin story. It just, like, jumped right into it. Um, And, again, it's just, uh, he's darker, like, in terms of, like, a a more kind of grim um, storyline.
0: I don't know. What were your thoughts on it? Um, I really liked it. Sorry, I'm trying to... (laughs) That was a great take. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There it is. Um, I was trying to look at how many it's loading. Um, I was trying to look at how many movies came out this year. Like some of the big ones that were longer than three hours. Um, there's not that many. Um, I thought it was going to be more. Um, but Avatar was three hours and like 12 minutes. Babylon's like 309 RRR, which was really big this year. It's like three oh like four or something batman's like just barely not three and then like black panther and tar and the Fablemans and everything everywhere all at once are like sitting at like the 240 mark
1: wow i don't even remember everything everywhere all at once being that long but i think well, maybe it's not
0: maybe i'm wrong A 220 okay um but just i was just thinking about how there were a lot of long movies this year, just you saying about how the, the Batman was three hours. Anyways, the Batman. Um, <laughs> I really like it. Uh, I, I'm i excited to see what Matt Reeves goes on to do because it sounds like they're going to be doing another one now. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. like... Um, they kind of went back and forth on it and there's been like some tumult in the uh warner brothers discovery um like i don't know what do you call that warner brothers and discovery are now the same company
1: yeah. and
0: so then there's been a lot of fallout from that including like <laughs> just canning the batgirl movie hmm. that was filmed and was being edited
1: wow i, I thought it still got released
0: i didn't know oh no no no, no. they just like Nope, never well, coming out. Tax write off. Yeah. Did they do that
1: with the the flash too? No,
0: apparently the, the flash Miller. is still the flash is still coming out, apparently. And they're still in talks with him with them to yeah, sorry. um continue to have them play the flash.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's a whole can of worms, right? Yeah, there. yeah. I thought there was <laughs> I'm and I am c- I remember that there was talk about completely scrapping it and i thought that they were like leaning towards that way but that's that's
0: interesting mm-hmm. um yeah and then you know, james gunn is like running the dc mm-hmm. film stuff and i don't know what they're gonna do but, but yeah. this was good uh i'm trying to remember i don't know, it's been a while since i've yeah, seen it and... i
1: i i watched it at the beginning of the year like in theaters when it came out and then i i watched it over break again Um, But I just like Batman a lot. Like, my favorite games are, like, the Arkham Knight game or, like, just the Arkham series game. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I really enjoyed it. I also like the, I don't know how much you remember, but the, you know, the Riddler was, like, the main villain, and he essentially was mostly targeting, like, very privileged Mm -hmm. and, like, powerful people. And so there's this kind of, like, conflicting, like, I felt so, like similar to the argument of like Thanos did nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of like well he's kind of taking out these like garbage people Yeah. Um, but is still the villain and like I I thought it was also funny like the kind of community that he made like on like a, a, a sketchy website yeah, yeah, yeah. and like he'd be live streaming and I remember like one of my favorite parts watching it and theaters was like reading the like the comments of the live streams and just it just was really funny, and I think also just kind of, um, kind of modern, like modernizing it in the mm-hmm. sense that we could kind of see something like that today, and like obviously, you know, some sketchy things come out of sketchy forums. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in in modern day, so I feel like it was a little bit hinting at that too, which
0: was just interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So you wanted to talk about everything everywhere all at once too. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I I think I've seen it. I saw it twice in theaters, and then one time after that, Mm -hmm. just like because I wanted people to see it, and then just watching it with other people. Um, But really good. Um, I remember we saw it together, and you had already seen it, and I I, I, we may have been in here, but uh, I was like, "What's it about?" And you were like, "Um, "The IRS (laughs) is trying to shut this like laundromat down." And that's all you said.
0: You're like, that's all you need. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I've been like, I same as you is like, I I really loved it. I saw mm-hmm. it twice in the theaters. I haven't seen it since, but I've and I've been like wanting to watch it again and like show it to people. Yeah, but like, I feel like it's almost like I'm hesitant to show it to my family because I feel like it's almost too weird.
1: That's what. So I I watched it with my parents uh, the last time, like my most recent time watching it, like over the summer, and. I like had to sit them down. I was like, "This is gonna be weird." Yeah, and it's like it's supposed to be weird, mm-hmm. and yeah. Did they so, enjoy it? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I, I, yeah, I think my mom was like, "This is crazy," <laughs> um, but they yeah. I I feel like they enjoyed it for the most part because it's it's weird, but it's not like like you know, graphic or like any any yeah, terms no. of weird. It's just literally like that's it's gross. just like, like, like yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it's
1: like it's really absurd. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I thought, you know, the whole multiverse kind of idea has been like been relevant in like, I feel like a lot of cinema stuff. So the fact that they did it in a way that still was like new and kind of entertaining, I think I really liked because I, I think that can be kind of an overdone, um, kind of plot or theme, but I thought it was done
0: really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been um as like the the award season is starting to like mm-hmm. ramp up. Um I've been seeing a lot of interviews with the directors. Um more Daniel Kwan than Daniel it's like Shine, shine Shiner. Um but it's been it's been really interesting listening to, to them talk about the film and about how um they've got a lot of really good insight about the the film industry and you know what it's like to be living in today's world mm-hmm. and i think a lot of that came through in the movie that was just like really insightful and interesting um yeah yeah uh in one of the the like roundtables that i was watching with him um jordan peele was also on mm-hmm. and it was Really cool. though I haven't really like listened to him talk about. Nope, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. To listen. have you seen Nope? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I
1: think we've talked about Nope, but you can still bring up. Yeah,
0: um, because I think is that I I been like going back and forth between everything everywhere all at once and Nope being like the best being like the best from this year, and I I feel like every time I've been on like a plane. -hmm. I like the last time I watched Note was on a plane because I was just like I just want to see it again, Mm -hmm. and just like that last, like thirty minutes, and for those who've seen the movie, it's like that last thirty minutes where it's they're they're trying to get this catch this thing on film, Mm -hmm. and they've got like the whole setup of like oh you know they're like stitching the the like big parachute kite together, and Mm -hmm. um, then like the the scene of, like, uh, of Daniel Cluey's character, like, riding the horse down with the the big thing like, mm-hmm. following him. Like, all of that stuff is just so, like, perfect to me that I'm just, like, I could watch that just, like, on repeat for yeah. forever. And just, like, I don't know. Yeah. So, Nope was the one that was, like, really, like, I was excited because it was, like, a new Jordan Peele movie. And mm-hmm. I've really liked his last two. And then it was, like, it just... Like I think this is my favorite of his movies. I think Get Out is a better movie, mm-hmm. but I think that this is my favorite of his three. Yeah.
1: I think I I was expecting it to be like scary, mm-hmm. and it was. Oh it, yeah, it's it, not. Yeah, it fell definitely under the sci-fi, which is mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that, and still was like a gorgeous, a gorgeous film. But yeah, I think I went with that intention, so. Maybe my reaction of leaving it wasn't so, like, in awe. But I still, like, really liked it and thought it was, like, unique. But I think that's maybe why it doesn't come to mind for me is, like, being significant. But that could have just also been my
0: fault for not knowing a whole lot about it before going into. I was just going based off us and and get out. Yeah. I was trying to get, like, other people to watch it. And they were like, no, I don't want to watch, like, I don't want to watch a scary movie. And I'm like, it's not. (laughs) It's really not. It's more of, like, a sci-fi
1: yeah no I thought it was really interesting and I the whole um I don't, this isn't really spoiling anything it's just something at the beginning they talk about like how the ranch is is run by it was connected to the same family when like the first like essentially series of pictures mm-hmm. that w- kind of made the first what we know today is like a gif or whatever a gif yeah but it, that was like the first
0: uh f- like frames of like individual photographs that were stitched together to that make, made like a video you know yeah
1: um which i had actually learned that in like in like my far pho- like photography classes yeah, yeah. so i thought that was interesting to like see someone utilize that and then also like a whole
0: kind of fictional history behind it mm-hmm. yeah um there were i nope, like under it, it's like really about you know like the the spectacle and like filming and like making movies and there were a lot of films this year about making movies um did you see i guess it would be like babylon the fablemans uh i don't know there there were a couple others and i'll think of them as i'm going along
1: uh, i haven't seen okay. either of those i remember when we were talking i don't we were talking about this at some point just how we, a lot of films came out kind of critiquing or or portraying hollywood in a certain time or mm-hmm. era and i uh, that's when i even was like well nope kind of does not and i think that was when we were talking with matt because mm-hmm. i brought that up because like we do kind of have this uh, just that it seemed like how that family like had essentially horse actors that would come into a lot of Hollywood films were kind of like mistreated or like just kind of there still was like prejudice i guess yeah
0: but the, you know that's a whole other critique but yeah how do you- yeah um i was mainly using that to try and okay. <laughs> squeeze in my babble on a uh, little rant yeah. just cuz i that was the that was one of the ones that i hadn't seen um before break Mm -hmm. because it hadn't um been widely released yet and i was like "I, i would really like to see that before we have this conversation about some of the best movies and i'm glad that i did wait because um it was like spectacular and i just like it's one of the few times i think like i i can think back to everything everywhere all at once and then some of the the movies from different years where i like walked out of the theater and was like you know like still shaking because i was like that was like really really good Mm -hmm. um it like flew by it doesn't even feel like it was like three hours and whatever 12 minutes of movie that i just like sat down and watched because it's just moving constantly um if you've seen like bookie nights it almost felt like like that uh where especially the first half where it's, like, the first hour and a half of the movie is just, like, constant. There's constantly something happening. There's just, like, nonstop action. Um, Especially, I think, like, the first 45 minutes is all just this one big uh, Hollywood party in, like, the 1920s. And there's, like, a jazz band, like, playing in the background. And the the score is really, really good. I'm going to have to, like, show it to some some of it to you um after we're done recording uh because the i was listening to an interview with the guy who composed it and it was like essentially it's just like the the jazzy sort of uh, the like quick jazzy sort of stuff that you would have heard at that time Mm -hmm. but with like the modern day like house music like kick on the on the floor for like in like you know
1: like an 808 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that with, like, the jazz m- instruments and sound, it, it's really, really cool. But it just, like... <laughs> it's, so it's just, like, it, it gets your, like, blood pumping. Mm-hmm. And it I just loved every, every second well, of, like, cool. the first 30 minutes. And then there's a couple of scenes where just, like, you can definitely just, like, let Margot Robbie cook and that was just, like, really great. Like, um, what's the one? Um, it's not, like, entirely Margot Robbie, but there's, um, have you seen Singing in the Rain? Mm-mm. There's a lot of Singing in the Rain um, in it, but there's, like, the transition from, like, silent films to talkies, mm. and there's one scene where it's, like, they're trying to make, um, they're trying, the, it's, like, the first time that they're trying to get like the talkies to work so they've got like the big sound equipment and everything and everybody needs to be like silent on set because you know they can't just like cut other sounds out like we can now yeah um so they're, like trying to get everyone quiet on set she's got to like get to her specific like you know mark on the floor so she's right below where like the microphone is hanging and then the like they've got the camera guy in like a box so the camera isn't making any noise Mm -hmm. for the audio and it's just like (laughs) 10 minutes of them like trying to get like one good shot Mm -hmm. and then something just keeps like screwing it up and it's like the funniest thing i watched like all year um yeah uh the other like movie about making movies was the fablemans which is like spielberg's uh pretty autobiographical film about like what it it was like for him like growing up and like how he started making movies and stuff mm-hmm. um it was really i mean it's it's a spielberg movie and, like yeah. he doesn't really make bad movies just like not as good movies but this one was really good um And it was interesting to see how he's, like... um, His parents got divorced, and that's, like, a big thing. And, like, a lot of his movies are, like, parents who are, you know, fighting or the parents are divorced. Like, that's what, you know, E.T. is. You can see a lot of it in, like, Close Encounters and stuff like that. And it's just, like, a constant theme throughout his work. And he's, like, finally, like, putting his real-life experience on the screen, and I feel like it's probably very, you know, like, cathartic and um, for him to just, like, finally put that all out there. Yeah, it
1: seems very kind of out of character.
0: Yeah. Or maybe not. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're good. (laughs) I didn't understand what you're saying. I was
1: just saying that seems not very Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Like, that seems a little bit, like, out of character, so that's, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Um... But it was really, I, I guess it was like, he didn't really want to do it while his parents were still around. And mm. his dad had just passed away like two years ago. He was like 102 or something like that. Yeah. So, um, but he did, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if he was like waiting, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it was kind of also just like the coming out of COVID or go, like going into COVID mm-hmm. just like you know the whole industry like shut down and he was like okay if I and I mean that was like a lot of what came out this year a lot of the films that came out this year were like filmmakers took like a look back and were like okay this industry is kind of you know fragile right now if I only get to make you know one more movie in my career what what's that movie going to be and I think that's kind of what he saw it as is like I can make if I could make one more movie what what should it be, yeah, and I don't think that's the case. I don't think this is going to be the last film. I think he's probably going to continue to make films until he dies yeah um, but I think that was kind of the mindset behind like this film and probably Armageddon time as well um, which is another like autobiographical film about the filmmaker uh, James Gray about. Him, like, growing up in somewhere in New York City. I don't remember which borough. Um, but. his like <coughs> You're all good. Sorry about that. Um, about, like, him growing up uh, in some of the experiences that he saw growing up in... How um, that kind of interacts with our like the idea of the American dream back then in like the 80s and what that kind of looks like now. Gotcha. Yeah. That Very interesting, interesting film. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there anything you wanted to bring up? I,
1: you, you had some questions. Yeah, I night. was
0: going to like... I've been talking for too long. Yeah, no, 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 you're good. You're good. I'm sorry. I, I don't have anything to
1: contribute because I haven't seen them. But, no. But, yeah, I was going to... Maybe because we've been talking about things that are good, like what's something that either just you know flopped in general that you thought or um, you went in thinking it was going to be a really good film
0: and it just did not do well. Um, I There's one. Okay. <laughs> um, there, there's probably... Uh, there's, if I really thought about it, but, um, Amsterdam was really bad in yeah. my opinion. I think a lot of people felt that way. Um, the critics definitely did and I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, critics are usually pretty hard on David O. Russell's movies. So mm. it's like, usually though they're like pretty fun and it'll be a good time and I was like, really close to walking out wow um which i don't think i've ever done in the movie theater yeah like all i've like turned off a couple of movies like halfway through when i'm like watching at home but i don't think i've ever like just just like you know spent my 10 12 bucks to go to the movie theater and then being like yeah nope i'm done (laughs) yeah i think
1: i did that this is just a not relevant to, no, the, to the topic. Ahead. But I think I did that with one of the Annabelle. Oh yeah. Uh and but it was like it was like one of the cheap days where it's like, you know, like five bucks for a ticket or something. Yeah. And I just was sitting there and the person I was with and we were like, This is really bad. And just left.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. But I, I just found it really I wrote a review on it probably let's let's yeah let's get the the juicy where where do i view that at i don't remember i'm so used to what the ah here it is um what was what was my complaint uh really bad editing (laughs) really really bad editing i was that was probably the most frustrating part um there was, like, some fun performances, um, and it was, like, <laughs> there's supposed to be, like, a mystery to it, and then there was, like, the first, like, 30 minutes was, like, ooh, mystery, and then it got, like, really distracted for, like, the next hour, mm-hmm. and in the last 15 minutes, it was, like, oh, yeah, there's a mystery. Here, let me explain to you what happened. Yeah, was yeah, <laughs> just tired of it and frustrated with it. By the time it was done. Got gotcha. you. Yeah.
1: In terms of, so this is a little bit sidetracking, we can come back to the bad one, but in terms of like mystery, isn't the like glass onion?
0: Yeah. Did you mystery? see it? No,
1: I haven't. Okay. I've, I've always been recommended the like Knives Out series.
0: Oh, you didn't, you haven't seen I've never seen yet. any of those. Okay. Um, I feel like, I feel like you'd enjoy them. Yeah, I really yeah. like. I really like Clue. Like the just the yeah, original. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then you'll you'll yeah, love yeah. this. Yeah,
1: because that's what I people have told me. It's kind of like a little bit of like not specifically a tribute, but just a, on the same theme. It's
0: definitely Clue, and it's the he has described it as like Agatha Christie, but today mm-hmm. because um, I wouldn't know because I haven't read any. Yeah, but apparent the like Agatha Christie thing was like. It was just, like, mysteries, but while also commenting on sort of the, um, like, political and, you know, just, like, poking fun at the culture of that time, mm-hmm. which now, you know, doesn't really affect us. So, like, remaking Agatha Christie novels as movies like, it's just, like, a period piece now. Yeah. But he's just kind of trying to take a reflective look at our culture while also telling this, like, fun mystery story. That's cool. Um, lots of fun. I highly recommend it. I feel like you'd really enjoy it.
1: So why does it have a separate name?
0: Uh, like. it's, they Apparently, the, like, A Knives Out mystery was a thing that um, uh, Netflix, like, insisted upon so that people knew that it was the same property. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the only connection is... Uh, Daniel Craig's character, who's okay. just like the detective. Yeah. So he's just the detective in both of them. That's okay. it. <laughs> Are the first? That's the two... only connection. Are the
1: first because there's two knives out, right?
0: Are mm-hmm. do they have? Um, no, there's only there's knives out, and then there's this one, which is glass onion, a knives out mystery. Okay. 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 Yeah. For some reason, yeah, somewhere I got mixed up.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, it's confusing, yeah. and it's... <laughs> it should it should have just been called glass onion and then they sh- could have like marketed it as yeah anyway <laughs> it's it's just like a fun That's mystery true. story and the only like real link is daniel craig's character who's like s- this like southern yeah yeah, yeah. um which I, I will say when
1: i saw the trailer for the first time i think for nice out i was like <laughs> <laughs> A little hard to take seriously, but (laughs) I I still I I love
0: like that accent. And then, like, if you go back, if you've seen uh, Logan Lucky, Mm -mm. he's like kind of doing the same, like South, but not like like I think they're from like Virginia or like West Virginia. And Logan Lucky, and it's this—he's kind of doing the same (laughs) thing, but it's really, really funny.
1: Gotcha. Um. I was gonna ask if you like have anything that like has gotten great ratings and like has a lot of hype around it but you personally don't really agree with I have one and and maybe we can talk about it
0: yeah
1: I the menu okay have you seen it yeah yeah I don't think it was bad like no. it was it was definitely
0: entertaining mm-hmm. I yeah I was trying to unpack what it was trying to do as well.
1: Well, it, it seems like most people are like interpreting it as like a you know eat the rich. Yeah. But I'm like, well, it's the rich eating the rich.
0: Kind of. Yeah, I don't know. It. it yeah, that's that's so what I was that, trying to. That's where the about critique
1: it. doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Well, and like the the chef's whole motivation was like, I'm okay with. I guess it's fast forward if you don't want it spoiled but um if his whole motivation was like the rich people don't really care about this kind of quality of food so they deserve to die but uh, I'm also then like well that's I feel like if you're you know your specific food is targeting rich people I think we can all have common sense and think that rich people do things sometimes just cuz they can and not because they I think w- I want think to.
0: that's more of what it was was that everybody was like rich and not I I think it was but specific then give, give this good food to poor people and they'll be like this is the most amazing thing I I don't know
1: Yeah that well that's, that's what that's saying. I was like I feel like there's better ways to go about this Yeah and thing. I
0: feel like some of it was just like they've trans like everyone's transgressed in some way that has um, you know, which is related to their wealth, yeah. And what? and he, this was like a punishment for that. I don't. I don't but
1: then know there was this, like so. the one girl, which it was supposed to be comedic, and it was. But the one girl that like just went to Brown, yeah. And yeah. he was like, "Do you have <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And She was like, "No." And then like he was like, "You know, gave you too. the <laughs> gave the look that you deserve to die." Yeah. I think it was also hard for me to picture Anya Taylor Joy as like an escort or like. Of lower socioeconomic status, just because her face is so well known, yeah, and her appearance also. Not to say that like, you know, people you can't, you know, can't judge a book by its cover, but I think it, her being that role was a little bit felt off to me. Mm-hmm. But not that she did a bad job or anything, but I just think it was like felt a little weird.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, did you see her other big movie from this year, The Northman? No, I didn't. See, that's crazy. That came out this year, too. Yeah, I know. Or last year. Um, Well, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, there you go. Um, I I should have been plugging where you can watch these because most of these are, like, streaming, which is crazy to me. Um, But I've just been, like, pushing people onto the Northman, and I feel like that's one that I should have. I'm probably underrating in my, like, list of... I will see. I I think I noticed that you don't have one five-star from the year. No, so I not that, like the I, yeah, I not it. to like devolve into how I rate things yeah, on yeah, yeah, no, no, you're good. Um but I've kind of set the rule for myself of don't rate anything five stars on the first watch, okay because it's like i I feel like I come out from movies sometimes for the first time seeing it and being like that was amazing, mm-hmm. you know, and i I don't see any of the flaws in it, and I feel like. If I just put it at four and a half, and then whenever I come back to it and watch it again, and if I still feel the same way, then I'll then I'll bump it up to five. That's a good rating. Oh. Yeah, so that's why none of them. I feel like I've been really wanting to up like Nope and everything, everywhere all at once, and I I'd did- probably throw Top Gun in there too. Of like those are the ones that I kind of want to throw up to five stars, but I just haven't rewatched them again. Tar and babylon 2
1: so the highest rating film from 2022 on letterbox is batman yeah and then the next one is everything everywhere all once and the next one is nope
0: yeah it's also i feel like some of it's just like uh that's a lot of people have watched it mm-hmm. i feel like batman and everything everywhere all At once and nope have been the ones that like everybody's been watching and re-watching from this past year
1: yeah um but yeah going back I, I don't know if you had anything else to say about the menu uh,
0: no th- I mean there was a couple other um that was like a kind of a common theme with some of the movies this it was like it was like a giant i s I've seen like a Venn diagram of like social critique, eat the rich, and then like the two of them together, yeah, and like the menu was in that middle section, and so it was like uh uh Ruben, Ruben Osterlin's uh, Triangle of Sadness, which I haven't seen, so I can't really speak to. Um, but then also, like, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is, like, out there with, like, the social critique, which was another fun little, I don't know what you would call it. Like, I I'd categorize it as, like, a fun mystery movie. Gotcha. It was less horror than it was advertised as. Um, so that was a fun one if you're looking for something to check out. Gotcha. I feel
1: like I have to have like a uh, certain mindset before I go into an A twenty four movie.
0: This one was fine. I mean, I I feel like the, I, I talked to a couple of people and some people were like really put off because like Pete Davidson was in it and they're like not yep. big on him. And I was like, he's like he's kind of doing his thing. He's also it's kind of like one of those castings where it's like he's playing to his persona and he's yeah. like he is kind of an asshole in the movie and you're just kind of like I don't like you and then he like disappears and spoilers but he's like the first one to be killed yeah. so there's not much of him in it yeah
1: i think you actually had had brought that up in our slasher episode over october I, yeah i talked because i i remember zach was like i don't like pete davis and you're like well this is the movie for you because <laughs> <Yeah>, he <laughs> dies right away <laughs> um, which i think it's not that did not suicide squad the new one didn't come out in 2022 correct
0: no that was last year okay or
1: but two, 2021 but same thing Yeah, same thing, he died pretty quick, yeah. I'm like, they just get him just to put him on, you know, the cast. Yeah, I don't know. To say a few funny lines, but I don't have a problem. But I think it's just kind of, it's funny that it happened twice.
0: Yeah. I don't know, was there anything that surprised you this year? Hmm.
1: I feel like I've already talked about Barbarian I was going to say, (laughs) we haven't (laughs) talked about (laughs) Barbarian yet. (laughs) yet. Um... That's probably just my favorite of the year. I just really liked it. Um, I know mm. we've, we've talked about it a bunch. I think it was a really unique, oh, my gosh, unique idea. Um, yeah. Great balance of horror and humor, going from, like, an incredibly stressful and scary scene to then laughing really hard. Um, also seeing it in the theater really helped. Um, yeah. I actually haven't watched it since then, which I, mm. I, I'm looking forward to watching it again. But um,
0: I did watch it again with a friend, um, and, yeah, I think it was, like, one of the big surprises from this year because it just kind of, like, came out of nowhere and then, like, blew mm-hmm. up and it was really, really good. Yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, I feel like we, we've talked about that a lot, so mm-hmm. I don't feel like we need to go too in-depth with that. Um.
0: On the topic of horror, mm-hmm. um, I, mean, I think I... Mentioned it in our other horror episodes because we had a lot of them this year. Um, yeah. But X and Pearl were like a really great double feature. I, I think I liked X liked X a lot more. Um, just because that that was the other one that I was missing. That that one's definitely about making movies. Um, oh yeah,
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> different kind of movies. Different yeah. kind of movies, but still
0: <laughs> about making movies. Yeah. Um But those those two are were a really good double feature, and there's a third one coming out sometime this year that's cool um yeah so i'm excited to see more of that
1: yeah cinematically yeah x was like really aesthetically feeling did you you finish watching it no No. i never finished um (laughs) (laughs) um, but i did see the the scene that you really like with like the headlights yeah yeah and And blue just (laughs) call flying on the the, like old radio yeah and homie just vibing (laughs) yeah it was really Um, good yeah, I thought that was really interesting. It's also uh, I didn't realize that um, the girl that plays Wednesday, I'm forgetting her name.
0: Oh, like, Jenna Ortega. That yeah. that
1: cast is really interesting. Like Kid yeah. Cudi. Yeah, yeah. Her, Kid Cudi. <laughs> I, then, <laughs> I uh, forgot about Kid Cudi. I'm forgetting the main girl's name as uh, well. Mia Goth, yeah. who's like
0: got some really good stuff. Yeah, that whole cast.
1: That cast is just like it's. I don't know. It's really interesting. It's like girl. very.
0: Um, we'll come back to Mia Goth when we're looking at what we're looking forward to next year okay (laughs) um yeah um i see you have the bob's burgers movie
1: yeah i did go to theaters
0: to go see that wow so (laughs) i took my girl my girlfriend wanted to go see it and i took her to go see it i was fine (laughs) i
1: really like bob's burgers Uh uh-huh i hate the music
0: yeah like there was was a couple of musical numbers in this one
1: is the whole thing not a musical
0: no it's not because I, Cause I, I start,
1: know. I started my like. I think my mom wanted to watch it. We watched the first ten minutes. I was like, I don't know if I can do this because it was like back to back songs. But maybe, maybe I I pulled out too soon.
0: They, I'm trying to remember. There were a lot of songs. I feel like it slowed down as the movie went on, but there were a lot of songs in it. Yeah.
1: Well, and like used to in like the early seasons, there'd be a song every now and then. It wouldn't be too bad, but then it got to like somewhere. I think all their scripts were coming up too short. So they're like, we need to fill like three minutes. Yeah. Let's do a song. Yeah. And that like, especially in the newer seasons, they do that. So much. I literally just fast forward through
0: it. So I don't, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but I was listening to, um, this is related, but not really. Okay, no, you're good. Um, I was just lis- listening to my, my favorite podcast, um, blank check. And mm-hmm. one of the guys on there, um, pitched the idea that, um, I don't remember if it was one of them or one of their guests, but they pitched the idea that, because the, the like fantastic forecasting for the Marvel movies has been like you know around the internet for a while, and they still haven't announced who's going to be taking on those roles. But they pitched the idea of H. John Benjamin as the thing, mm-hmm. and I can't, like, I really want that to happen now, and I like, can't <laughs> think of like a better, just because it's like, He's going to be in the movie for, like, ten minutes. He can be kind of slobby and then from then on, it's all a voice performance.
1: Yeah, that's really funny.
0: <laughs> I
1: feel like he could do a good voice, or, like, at least yeah, do, yeah. do his normal voice and, like, mix it up. Yeah, I, I yeah. I think it could be really funny.
0: Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to... I'm, like, I've been spreading that around yeah. as much <laughs> as I could, because I was like, that's a really good casting idea. And Anyways.
1: Well, and to my knowledge, I mean, I, I've maybe seen, like... One of the like early two thousands, Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, and I f- feel like I remember him being like a pretty comedic character thing. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. But. The other
0: one that I just thought of because he's kind of having his whole renaissance right now is Brendan Fraser might be kind of fun. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Um He was supposed. He was in the Batgirl movie that's not coming out. <laughs> he was the villain. Um. <laughs> So that sucks. We won't ever get to see that. <laughs> um,
1: I was trying to, uh, since I jumped Bob's stories, I was seeing if there was any other good animation movies. Uh,
0: Turning Red, which came out at the beginning of the year. I don't know if you saw that. I
1: I turned it on one time when I was like going to bed. So I, meaning I haven't watched it. It's but really I
0: really I watched, good. Like, the first half. Or yeah. something. It was. I. It's really frustrating that it went straight to Disney Plus and not. Oh, to the theaters, mm. yeah, um, because it was really, really good, and it was probably the best Pixar movie in a long while. I really liked Soul and Luca, so I put those yeah. up there with it. But I feel like those three were, have been like some really good output from the Pixar people. That there has has kind of died out. Lightyear, I wasn't a huge fan of Lightyear. I was gonna um, ask
1: you. or were you gonna say something about that year?
0: No, I wasn't gonna say. Anything. I was just gonna. I was gonna say. W- did you ever watch Wendell in the Wild? I didn't. I uh, I was keeping the link check podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um yeah. Um. Was covering the director Henry Henry, uh, Selick. hmm Um. So they were. I was kind of keeping up watching. I like. I watched the Nightmare Before Christmas, and I watched Caroline. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of keeping up with, as they were going through the films, but I, I didn't watch *Wendell and Wild*. Because
1: I, I, I know he directed it, but I thought maybe Peel and Key had something to do with the writing. I think writing they process. wrote it. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, which is cool. I mean, how many? Yeah, know. maybe or produce. I don't know. Let's look. Under producers, Peel is at least under that. And Peel is also listed as a writer. Okay. So I guess Key just was a voice actor, at least at the list I'm looking at.
0: Yeah. I'm uh, suffering from my chronic problem of not being able to spell (laughs) and cannot pull it up. Uh, So, yeah, it,
1: it, it says under letterbox, he's just a voice, whereas. Okay. Or at least Key's just a voice, and, and Peel had some of the production and yeah, writing yeah. It too. Man, Homie did almost two movies yeah. in a year. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, because um, it's the, because Henry selected did mm-hmm. Coraline. Um, I was really excited for it. Um, again, I watched like the first hour and then fell asleep. Yeah. But I do want to go back to it.
0: I've been. I've heard that it's very dense, in hmm. um, like its plotting. Like there's there's a lot to take in. They oh. give you a lot in the first couple minutes of the movie. It's also a little darker.
1: Like, um, like yeah. she experiences some trauma at the beginning. I'm like, whoa. Yeah.
0: Um
1: That I'm kind of surprised is in a kids' movie. I mean, I get like in Coraline, we we kind of have stuff like that. Like she kind of is neglected. It kind of seems because mm-hmm. um, she just kind of does whatever she wants, and her parents never really monitor her. But I think that's a little bit harder for a kid to interpret, whereas, like, something that... The 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 kind of big thing that happens to Wendell in this one is, like... I feel, like, pretty digestible for any age, but it's something horrible or anything, but it, it is just... I remember I was watching, and I was like, dang, this is a kid's movie? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Maybe we can come back to it after you watch it.
0: Yeah. Uh, what else have we not mentioned? This
1: I'm is gonna... also nice because we have times if you can look at it. After. Yeah. I,
0: when did I start this?
1: Fifteen minutes ago.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. I. I yeah. Oh.
1: That's what I was That's trying right to tell right yeah.
0: there, too. Yeah. Okay. I, I've got it right
1: here, too. I was I, just making mm-hmm. sure that... I can also see the battery. Not how it just like just a
0: picture of it, but no. oh yeah, we're at twenty three percent. Oh, doing pretty That's good. Pretty, though, doing yeah. pretty good. Um, sorry, I'm distracted <laughs> by recording. Um, what have been Oh, we haven't talked about Top Gun Maverick. Haven't um, seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a
1: huge Tom Cruise it. movie lover.
0: Yeah. Not
1: that I have... I don't know. I just, like... I i think I'm probably just being, like, Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. And that... Or is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Um, so, those movies have their place. I think I just don't gravitate toward them. But... I can't... I can't even remember if I've seen the original
0: Top Gun. Um, and maybe that's... Yeah. I don't know. i I've... I've never really... Ran into people who are like, just not big into Tom Cruise, oh, but now that really? now I've I know two of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, it it's I was talking to Wes about it last night because um, he also hasn't seen it yet, and mm-hmm. I was like, it's just like Christopher McQuarrie, the the screenwriter, or I don't know if he's this did he write the whole thing? I know he helped, I know he definitely helped, because um, he's like one of Tom Cruise's guys now. Um, But he's been writing the new Mission Impossible movies. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's just, like, really good at what he does, like, plotting. Um, And the construction of, like, the mission and how it all plays out is just, like, really simple and really effective. It just makes you um, really pay attention to like what's going on and then um not really pay attention to what the exciting stuff is going to be until it's in your face and you're excited by it
1: yeah i think i just don't like just a whole lot of like actiony stuff
0: i get a little bored yeah but uh, that's just my own it's my own um well if you're looking for a good drama Mm -hmm. um I haven't talked about the Banshees of Inisherin yet. That was the other. That's probably the other one from this year that I watched, liked, and I feel like I'm underrating to myself and need to like rewatch at some point. Um, it's about these two friends from in living in Ireland, um, and one of them decides that he doesn't want to be friends anymore. That's kind of it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is
1: that a non-American
0: produced film? No, I I don't know. I don't know who produced it. Uh not, I was just. I I was
1: gonna ask eventually if there's any like, um, you know, international films. I've that been stuck out to, but...
0: really lacking on this year's international films. Gotcha. Um, I don't even think I've seen one. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think I've seen any gotcha. of the international features from this year. Oh, R R R is the only one that I've seen. Gotcha. Um, but I guess uh, the ones to look out for were uh, Saint Omer, the one that Wes was talking about last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's France's uh, submission for best international feature. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front, the Netflix movie is from Germany, I believe. Hmm. It's a World War One movie, um, that apparently is really good. It's also really long, like two hours and 220 maybe, 240, I don't remember. Um... There's a South Korean movie called Broker, which is out right now and apparently is good. I've been meaning to get to the theaters to see it, haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's, there's been a couple, but I just haven't seen any of them. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. I've got a small list of um, things that are really fun that uh people can watch right now um so like they're streaming uh ambulance michael bay's new movie really really fun if you like action movies uh (laughs) (laughs) so not not (laughs) no um basically this guy and his brother rob a bank uh things go wrong they end up in an ambulance with uh EMT and a cop who's been shot, and they're just like trying to escape the police as they're driving through LA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really good. Some really cool drone shots that like haven't really been in like blockbuster movies yet. Nice. Um, what else? Uh, I talked about Barbarian. Oh, Ambulance is streaming on Prime Video. And we talked about Barbarian, that's on HBO. Uh, Prey, the Predator movie that came out on Hulu, is really good. Um, I'd recommend people check that out. Um, Confess Fletch was like another fun little um, mystery movie. I don't remember where it's stream- It's streaming somewhere. Hulu, maybe? Uh, I talked about Glass Onion. That's on Netflix. Hustle was a lot of fun. It's just like an Adam Sandler basketball movie yeah. that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm.
1: With the the main player is like a
0: real NBA player. I yeah, think. I forget what his I don't think he's I forget who the actual what the basketball player's name is. I know Anthony Edwards Anthony Edwards gives a really yeah. good villain performance in that movie.
1: I think I I I remember watching like a short video on SA about like how, how good he did or something. Yeah. Um which is cool.
0: Um something i watched over break that was really fun was emily the criminal um it's like an aubrey plaza like thriller mm-hmm. which was another like kind of eat the rich but not really mm-hmm. kind of story um what else i don't know that kind of wraps up most of the things oh there's another animated movie um Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio
1: yeah I was gonna ask you about that was it good
0: it was good yeah it was Uh, the best of the Pinocchio movies that came out this year of which there were three (laughs) that is ridiculous
1: I so Pinocchio scary
0: story yeah not I don't know fun not exactly Disney material but somehow it is but
1: I was wondering like because just even going based off the original animated one I, I was weirded out as a kid when they like turned into donkeys and then are like like trafficking the donkeys and I'm like this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, what's this going is really on? Scary. Um yeah. so uh, was this one more lighthearted or did it still
0: Um kinda... well it's got that like
1: I can see him trying to do something. It's got weird that stuff. Del
0: Toro's Del Toro kind of darkness to it. Like the the let's you know kind of what's the word not like kind of let's shove fascism is bad into the story as well okay. but i feel like that's usually like that's kind of part of the story anyways yeah but he like always kind of tries to throw that into his movies and especially you know like have, have you seen pan's labyrinth or no yeah it's been a while but it's it's like pinocchio made by the guy who (laughs) made pan's labyrinth if that makes sense like that's the the best way to try and put it is it's very it really leans into the fantastical stuff but also leans into the like realism and the how war can yeah there's a lot of kind of big topics or yeah and it's it's beautifully animated really really beautifully animated Mm -hmm. um
1: but yeah, I was saying like Pan's Labyrinth definitely brings up hard topics. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> this is a this is completely not related, but um, are you aware of the theory that the donkey in Shrek is one of the donkeys from Pinocchio? No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> there's there's like a whole video. I think Film Theory does like I'm a video sure. on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really funny and kind of convincing. But it's, it's the it's when, because Pinocchio is still in Shrek, it's the the trafficking has happened way before, mm-hmm. so it's like still going on. So Pinocchio in the Shrek universe has still not gotten there yet. Yeah, but it's already happened to Donkey. <laughs>
0: Um, (laughs) there's a couple more that I'm like looking at the list I want to shout out real quickly Um, the where do I want to go The Woman King is another like really good action movie from this year Um, just like a really solid movie I feel like it was maybe gonna get some awards attention, but now don't know. You can watch it on Cane Flicks. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, uh, Violent Night was one that surprised me. You were asking about which one surprised me. I feel like that yeah. was another one because um, I was like, "Oh man, another you know like Christmas horror movie." Yeah. Um, but then it wasn't that. Uh, I I remember watching the first trailer and seeing the p- poster and being like, "Oh, it's gonna be another like spooky Christmas movie." Yeah, not really my vibe. And then it was like another fun action movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and I feel like they we already talked about Christmas horror. I think and like um, we were talking about Christmas movies, but I did think it was like. They literally, I think, tried to play with kind of the Hallmark cheesy kind of um, just structure of a movie and, like, dialogue
0: Mm -hmm. while
1: also that stuff was
0: happening. I haven't
1: seen it, but I'm just saying, like, from based on, like, the clips that I saw.
0: Yeah, it had some of that. It also, I was surprised it had, like, a lot of the, like, traditional Christmas movie, like, heart to it. Mm -hmm. Of like, oh, you know, it's um we're teaching we're like let's teach santa to love again almost like like it was kind of like a um santa is feeling really depressed about the state of the world mm-hmm. and it's like this little girl inspired him to keep being santa <laughs> it was kind of the the arc of santa in the movie gotcha, that's funny. um but there was also a little bit of fun. Like, they tried to play it seriously, but, like, thinking back on it, it's, like, really funny. Mm-hmm. Of, like, he was, like, some, like, Nordic Viking warrior who, like, killed a bunch of people. And then all of a sudden he, like, I don't know, through whatever, had, like, the Santa thing, like, put on him. Mm-hmm. And so and he's, like, killing people. <laughs> he's, like, man, I really, you know, like, I need my, like, hammer or whatever. And <laughs> his hammer had to... Really, like, funny, but um, really good. Gotcha. Uh, and then I felt like I needed... I mentioned all the other um, movies that I really loved from this year, but I haven't mentioned Tar yet. And Tar was... um Just another really, really good... Um, I don't know. I It's one that I have just, like, keep thinking about, keep wanting to... I think I'm going to try and go back to it maybe this weekend if I have time, um, just because I saw it in the theaters. I was like blown away by it. And, um, that, that was one of the things, I don't know, just to kind of put a a cap on our, um, conversation is one of the things that I was listening to someone say, and I think that it's like holds, holds true is the highs were really high this year in the lows were really low and then there was a lot of like just Steady. mid. Yeah. Okay. Like nothing was, like it wasn't like a great year, but the the great parts of the year were really, really great. Like Top Gun Maverick, uh, Avatar, which I haven't really talked about yet either, but um, really technically impressive. Uh, nope. And everything everywhere at once. Like there's had some really high highs and then some everything else was just sort of uh yeah. in the middle so yeah i definitely i don't know how'd you feel about the year. yeah, yeah. I, was,
1: I i definitely you know wasn't keeping up with you know newer movies as much as you were but i feel like and also i don't know if this is just me getting more into movies and watching more but i feel like it was like pretty good year in yeah. terms of just like you know like you like everything everywhere all on once batman um barbarian like i you know three movies that you know are definitely up there for me like came out this year so
0: it feels like we're we're on our way back like from from pandemic from pandemic where everything was just like just put out whatever we can yeah yeah
1: but yeah overall i mean you know that's a it's a very kind of limited perspective for me but i thought it was pretty good um I, th- I think you have a good take on it, though. Yeah, uh, there being a lot of good movies, not so great, and then
0: a lot of just kind of yeah. Study. It's not. I wouldn't call it my take. I kind of okay. Picked it <laughs> off, but but yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's a good encapsulation of um how what this year was.
1: I was gonna. I don't think I saw this on your list, but did you see Enchanted?
0: I did. I feel like a lot of people really didn't like it, but I had a fun time.
1: So I was just curious, just because like um. Why am I blinking? the The show that just came out like last week. Oh, The Last of Us. Yeah, I was wondering. I feel like that because a lot of times video games get um, adopted really bad into movies. Film, yeah. yeah <laughs> but I I was curious because I The Last of Us. I feel like everybody's you know just raving about it, talking about how good it is. So I was just curious. I feel like no one really talked about Uncharted.
0: Um, here's the big difference. Okay. <laughs> uh, at least how I see what the big difference is, is that. I haven't played The Last of Us, and I haven't played Uncharted. It's very story-based. It's like there's... It seems like there's some gameplay, but it feels like a visual novel with some gameplay sprinkled in. I was
1: talking to someone... More so than Uncharted. Yeah, I was talking to someone about it, and he's like, I never liked playing them because I just wanted to go and do my own thing, but I had, like, a whole story. But I I really like like, the Telltale games and The Walking Dead and stuff like that. So, I yeah, I remember liking The Last of Us, but...
0: Yeah, I've never had a PlayStation, so haven't haven't played any of them. Um, they sound really cool though. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I just I, since that was up and coming, I thought about asking. I
0: thought it was it. a lot of fun. I feel like people really didn't like it. I don't know. It's on Netflix. Check it out if you want. Got you. Um, ending thoughts? Do you? What are you looking forward well, to? Um, yeah, anything? I just kind of wanted to swing into what we're looking forward to. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything? I don't I'm know. Kind of click on twenty twenty three. Maybe while you're looking, I'll, yeah. I'll cook for a bit. Um, the big one, uh, the the big day in movies in 2023 is, I think it's like July 21st, I think it's the date. Um, but we have Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that double feature. Okay. Um,
1: I just saw Indiana Jones. Yeah. And yep. I, I knew nothing about yep. that. Indiana
0: Jones 5, um, directed by James Mangold, the guy behind uh, Logan and Ford V Ferrari and the Wolverine and 310 Yuma and others. Well,
1: I didn't even know that it's a thing, but I'm excited. I,
0: yeah, I think it'll be pretty good. Harrison Ford is back. Oh. Oh, I'll say I'll say what I'm most excited for. What's that? The
1: Super Mario Bros. movie. I think <laughs> I'm a little like I don't really
0: like Chris Pratt being uh, Mario. Honestly, but really well animated though. It <laughs> yeah. looks good. I'm like I I after spending an entire semester like really only doing like modeling work for one project i just i'm like i i watched the trailer and was just like blown away at how yeah. nice everything looks but it, i feel like that's just gonna be me like appreciating animation no, it, more in it, the future but it was also just like it looks really really good it
1: did look really good and like i just like i want to watch it regardless like even if it's like i feel like it'll either be good or it'll be like bad good
0: yeah <laughs> but um but yeah, uh, anyway. speaking of animated Hayao Miyazaki's new movie comes out next year. Um, tentative, I'm not sure if it's the tentative title or if that's actually the title, but right now it is titled How Do You Live? Um, there's a cool little bird, looks like a person wearing a bird helmet or like mask as a poster. It comes out in Japan in July. So hopefully that means that it'll be in the States by like December. Um, so hopefully we'll get to see it next year we'll see um but that's something to look forward to
1: gotcha.
0: um what else i'll just try and jump to the big highlights that i'm really excited for uh new john wick in like two months uh i didn't really like keep up with them as they were coming out mm-hmm. but now that i finally caught up i've been like Constantly mm-hmm. rewatching them because they're really, really good. Nice. Uh, we're getting another Ari Aster movie. It's called Bo Is Afraid. Um, it's going to be his third feature after Hereditary and Midsummer. Yeah, I with, saw uh, a trailer for that with uh, Joaquin. Joaquin yeah. um, so that'll be good. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see more from him. Oh, no, sorry, keep going. Uh. Let's see uh dune chapter two excited for that uh um first one was really good i feel like have you seen it have we i feel like we've talked about it and you're say it again dune mm no uh, okay I've heard it's
1: good um okay. Yeah, sorry. Maybe,
0: no, I I just remember having the conversation. Maybe it was with someone else. I think
1: it was with Wes because he was talking about how he had looked at that or they had looked at the script, I think, in his script writing class or something. Oh, maybe, maybe. Um, One I am looking forward to is Knock at the Cabin.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That's like, I think, like, February, the first few days in February. I
0: was, like, not sure how I felt about Shyamalan. And then I finally saw Old, Mm -hmm. like, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah really good. I was like really impressed with that one. Yeah. And this one looks similarly really interesting. <laughs> so, Rupert Grant
1: yep. coming back, coming back.
0: Um, another one that comes out in like a couple of weeks is uh Infinity Pool. This is the Mia Goth movie mm-hmm. that I was uh referencing earlier. Uh it's the third feature from Brandon Cronenberg, uh David Cronenberg's son who is like doing the same thing (laughs) just like a ton of really weird sci-fi horror Mm -hmm. um so i'm excited for that it's also got alexander skarsgard in it who is like uh slowly becoming one of my favorite actors um oh and i guess another star from x and scream there's the the sixth scream movie is coming out next year Um, did you see Scream? I've seen the
1: original, but not the new one. Not the
0: new one, okay. She is in the new one, and she's going to be in this one as well. Cool. Um, what else? I don't know. That's, that's like a pretty good...
1: There's also a new, I haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse, but...
0: That's, yeah. Yeah. I feel like thank you. That that's <laughs> a good that's a good one to end on. Um, so across the Spider-Verse. There is the a new uh Spider-Verse movie. There's a ton of like Marvel movies and stuff, but that's the one that I don't know. I'm really tired of them yeah. <laughs> right now. We'll see. Uh maybe Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy will bring me back in. But there's a excited about sp- Spider. <laughs> <laughs> <Transformers> <laughs> I've I've always been pitching Rise of the I've always been pitching a Transformers (laughs) We Need to Go Back and Watch the Transformers (laughs) Movies Again podcast I'm dumb Um, because I'm a huge defender of the third one I think it's really good I've maybe only
1: (laughs) seen the first one maybe the second Um, I remember having a PS2 Transformers game That was like a free roam you just (laughs) walk around the city (laughs) as
0: a Transformer I really like my friend my friend um Growing up, he he didn't have any like video game consoles at his house. So mm-hmm. whenever there was like a birthday party or something, he would like get in all his video game playing there. Yeah. He played like <laughs> I think it was I think it was the tie-in game for like the third Transformers movie. Yeah, um, he was playing it on my DS and had like a blister on his thumb from playing <laughs> <it> for <laughs> so long. <laughs> that's really um, yeah, that's a real gamer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel like that's a good, um, summary of what we got coming. Lots of, lots of, uh, like IP stuff. Mm. Not a lot of, I feel like we'll eventually, there'll be some original, um, stuff once we like really get into the year and know like what's coming, but there's a lot of IP stuff that's really exciting. Um, there was one more that I wanted to say. Oh, uh, Creed 3. You like, the Creed boom, movies. Boom. Never seen them. I've only seen the first Rocky. I watched Creed on the pl- i See, I've never seen any of the Rocky movies, mm. but I've seen Creed. And Creed was really, really good. Um, I didn't know it was Michael B. Jordan that was going to be directing it. Oh, wow. I thought Ryan Coogler was back to direct, but I guess he wrote it. Because
1: he's in it as well,
0: correct? Yes. yes he's he's st- the main starring guy. and directing.
1: Oh,
0: probably Yeah. Props to him? I'm curious. I'm excited to see it. Jonathan Majors is in it. Have you seen the trailer for this? No, I haven't. I've never seen a man that big in my <laughs> life, ever. Jonathan Majors is, like, jacked. That's interesting. I, I'm pulling I'm pullin', I'm pullin okay. up a picture for you <laughs> so you can react to this. Live reaction right here. Yeah, we'll get it on video, too. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know if he's like, oh, we're <laughs> moving the camera. It it went out. Why?
1: Did, you, did it die? No, it's like dead. No,
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> right, The not.
1: universe didn't want me to know.
0: It's <laughs> Oh, we just got my <laughs> computer password on video. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah. He looks, he looks pretty ripped.
0: Where's... Um, I don't know. Maybe there's... I feel like there's some pictures in the trailer. Or there's some shots in the trailer. Where he's, like, flexing, and I'm like, I've never seen anyone with that many... <laughs> like, he looks like Arnold. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's funny. <laughs> or, like, Stallone in the original... Rock. It, it, just insane. Um, anyways. That's our... Uh, review of 2022 movies. Yeah. Um, is there anything else I wanted to say? I, uh, oh, that was... <laughs> I'm sorry. We need to be done. Um, we have someone who's supposed <laughs> to like come here and like record in a couple of minutes and we're going to cut into their time. Uh, the other international feature that I f- forgot about is Decision to Leave that apparently is really good and I just have not made the time for it yet. I need to get myself a movie subscription don't really want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um that that's the last thing. Okay, it's just cool. looking back at my list. So yeah. Thanks. That's twenty twenty two in review. Um thanks for <laughs> doing this with me. Of course. Thanks for having me. Uh yeah. Thanks. Thanks anyone? for everyone for watching maybe. Or listening. I don't know where are we can put this. YouTube? Oh yeah. just
1: yeah, just assume our YouTube channel. Okay. Um we can put that, you know, the audio might go up first, but um, yeah, but we can still put like we'll a put link a to our YouTube yeah, in, yeah, the, link. in the description. But this is the first recording of the semester, so we got some more stuff coming.
0: Yeah, maybe oh. I don't know if anyone's gonna try and record today. Today, maybe if they do, we'll try and film them. Okay, <laughs> we'll tell them. Yeah, we, we need you to uh, <laughs> film. So, How'd you. All right, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Guys. Yeah, thanks. See you next time. <laughs>